everyone. Welcome to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. This is Harmony Kaplan. Uh, Allie is out today, but what a thrill because my favorite shop boy is here, Grant Whitaker. Well, Happy New Year to happy you New Year and to, to you. everyone. We haven't seen each other in a long time. It's been a while, yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I know. miss you when I don't see you for so Likewise. long. Likewise. And you, I mean, we have to catch up a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. Because you have been on a big trip since I last saw you. Yeah. Where did you go? I went back home to Germany and went to Europe and to Amsterdam. So we spent time in multiple towns in Germany and some really fun days in Amsterdam with the lovely Dutch people. Yes. Oh, I like Amsterdam. I do too. I love the people. I just think they're really fun. Yeah. So those were the two areas that you concentrated on, Germany and and Amsterdam? Yes. Okay. For a little fun and a little business and a little shopping. Well, yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, you can report directly on the fashion scene in Europe. I can. So let's hear it. Let's hear what you found and what excited you and all that kind of stuff. Well, you know, it's interesting because, you know, us black belt shoppers, we like to go to all (laughs) the different situations. Yes. So I thought about, you know, the Christmas markets. I thought about the flea markets. And then, of course, I thought about the great luxury department stores. So um, I had spent quite a bit of time in Amsterdam, but never to shop. And so we we started because I love an old department store. Yeah. So we went to the most beautiful Dutch department store. It's called De Boykenhof. Say that again. De Boykenhof. Okay. And it just could not have been more wonderful it was like it's what you wanted it, it was like be. downtown dayton's probably uh, in the heyday oh okay. and the most beautiful people working there and how they've done individualized specialty brands and um are you familiar with sandro paris no i'm not so they are here they have a footprint in the united states but it's such a great brand and it's it's what is it it is um a men's women's more I would say Allison Olivia meets Hugo Boss kind oh, of line. Okay. Um, so price points range probably starting anywhere from two hundred to thirty five hundred. That's probably why I don't know about it. Yes. Okay. But it's really pricey. the most amazing things, and they were having like a fifty percent off sale. So oh. lots of fun shopping and lots of Did fun things. Did you really things. buy a lot? Uh, you know, I bought some pieces from Sandro, and then we, as we did, we did this amazing flea market in Amsterdam, oh. which a fellow model who was here is now living in Amsterdam, took us to, and I found this woman that creates the most beautiful coats, and the line is called Almost Real. Oh, I like that. And so she takes really great sustainable pieces from like Louis Vuitton and Gucci and all of those things, and then really like takes those pieces and amplifies them with old sustainable coats, pieces, things that she finds. So it's almost like she's creating her own line of things. Yeah. And, oh, my God, they're just amazing. I'm really wanting to bring her here. Um, and I She doesn't sell in the States at all? Nowhere. Oh. And what she does is so unique. And the story and how she, you know, obtains all of these pieces. And so I came home with some really nice coats. I bet you did. Yeah. So did you go with an empty suitcase or did you send things? What did you do? Because I you went knew with you an overpacked buy- suitcase and Ooh. came back with one that was a little more packed. Oh, but you got it all in. Yeah, I had to pay a little. We had to pay a little bit. <laughs> we did. But, you know, it's like when you gear up for a trip and you haven't, you know, I'm from Germany. And so like it just the those weeks of knowing that I was going back. And of course, 
I'm fluent in German, but you still want to practice on your way. Yeah. All the just great things. I, you know, I got to Germany and thought I would say SUV and in German it's Geländewagen. And then, but I was thinking, exactly, you did. And so I was thinking of saying SUV, of course, thinking English. And I used the word LKW, which actually means semi truck. So the rental gals said, oh, you know what? We should probably get you a combi, which means a station wagon for it because you have a lot of luggage. And I said, well, yeah, you know, that combi would be fine or that LKW. So I told her basically we could take a semi truck, which was hilarious. Because I wasn't you thinking of the right have. terminology. Yes. Um, but, you know, it just started off a really, really wonderful trip. It's yeah. nice to go back and see that there's when, still that old school kind of shopping and department when stores. When is the last time that you had been in Germany? Um, it had been 10 years. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it had really been that long, which is a shame. And I was going back to, one, spend time and kind of do a honeymoon and do some shopping and have some time. So your husband did go with you. He did, Good. yes. I'm and we had a really that. wonderful time and it yeah. was his first time in Europe. Yeah. But also to think about wanting, this is where I came from, this is what I built and coming back and doing some new things. Yeah. Did you see, do you still have family that's there? I do, Yeah. And so you, were you able to see them? Yes, I saw my, so she's my niece, but we were raised together. She's seven years younger than me. So we are, are like brother and sister. Yeah. So I spent time with her and her children and really great old friends of mine. And it just could not have been more wonderful. Did you take a, a lot of pictures? We took a lot of pictures. There's a lot of pictures like that were all over Instagram too, because some of the scenery, especially during the holidays, like being oh, in Europe. Oh, it was beautiful. Oh my God. And some of the finest hotels just do the most Stunning decor. Yeah. So it just was really magical. Well, I'm glad that you had such a good time. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. It's and hard sometimes to come back to reality, isn't it? Yes. And, you know, I just, on the authentic side, I lost my mother last year. So it was yeah. a great way to go home and just kind of say goodbye. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I understand. That makes sense. Well, we're glad to have you back with us. Well, I'm, I'm happy to be back. It's been too long since we've seen you. Um, one of the biggest news things that just happened, mm -hmm. probably since you've been home, but you may not know, but Allison had uh, a story in uh, Twin City Business Magazine and online, and it's it's kind of what's to come because, um, you know, Simon Properties that owns Southdale, yes. among other major centers around the world, has said that they are going to really step it up and create a luxury wing at Southdale. And uh, it's going to have apparently about 20 stores. But meanwhile, the first big signing would seem to be that Southdale has convinced Lululemon to leave the Galleria and come to Southdale. Yes. Um, and may, I think it's probably a win-win for both in a way. Uh, because Galleria immediately announced that they have a new uh, leisure wear or workout um, company that athleisure, I guess we should call it. That's a newcomer to the Twin Cities, but it's becoming very, very popular among the you know who's who, and it's called I think you say Allo, Allo, yes, A L O. So there were you know some back and forth kind of things going on. But the bottom line is that Lululemon will open an 8,500 square foot shop in Southdale Center Court. It'll be right across 
from the Apple store. Yes. And obviously we know that that's a important brand. And uh, there was some consideration given to the fact, you know, would they still remain open at Galleria? But that is not going to happen. They will close there January 31st. Um, And it will probably be spring that they will open uh, at Southdale. And they, you know, their their store, just to show how important they are, uh, their store at Galleria generated $10 million in sale in a 5,000 square foot space. And it's second in this market only to their uh, Mall of America location. But... You know, it's going to be a very interesting thing because Simon is a very important player. And uh, I think there's going to probably be some uh, pull and push with where their stores are. Madewell, which was originally at Southdale and then went to Galleria, the thought was that they were going to close the Southdale store. Yes. But they didn't. Yeah. It's been successful, too. So even though they're literally across the street from each other. Um, it's still an important store to them. Well, you know, it's such an interesting situation, Galleria versus Southdale. And, and, you know, I I get the nice opportunity to work with Galleria and a lot of their experiences, which is wonderful. You know, Galleria is also so specialized in the fact that they also honor boutiques and labels and really specialty stores. And, you know, I would think that if Southdale is a win-win situation and Galleria is so specialized in what they do. It should be good for everybody. Oh, I think so, too. It makes me so sad to know that Southdale just really is not what it once was. Exactly. And knowing that, you know, I mean, as a shopper, if you're at the Galleria and you know there are other stores at Southdale, I mean, it's not exactly a hard thing to, you know, drive across the street or walk across the street if it's nice weather. And I always think as the Galleria of being a little more trendy in that sense, like here's what's new, here's what's hot, here's what's luxury. Right. But it will be interesting to see if, you know, if the plans go through for, you know, what what Simon is planning to do with Southdale, um, I think. It, it, as you say, it's going to be a win-win for everybody. Um, I think a lot of people know that they're already uh, in the process of building a Kowalski's yes. market that will open sometime this year at Southdale. And they also are going to have an upscale mini golf concept that's called Putt Shack. Oh. That will be in that same area. So that's the part of Southdale that I originally had thought that they were just renovating the whole thing. But it's an area they but are building an outside don't kind of area. Quite yeah. know what they're going to do with the rest. Hopefully, they know what they're doing. So that's kind of exciting news, though. Yes. So we've got a lot more to talk about. Golden Globes happen, and we got to talk about that. So stay tuned. We will be back right after this. The YMCA presents unrealistic resolutions. This year, I'm going to eat nothing but kale. Ah, the kale sandwich. Between two slices of kale and a side of kale washed down with a kale smoothie? That's not going to work. Why not join the Y and try a steady approach to your wellness? Starting with a free fitness assessment and $0 enrollment through January to help you kale your goals realistically. Did you just make a kale pun? Kale, yeah, I did. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. This is Harmony Kaplan along with Grant Whitaker today. And I know the Golden Globes, now it's hard to believe it was almost a week ago. I know. I mean, right? we are in the height of award season. Yes. Um, Monday night, 
are the Emmys. Yes. And February 4th, the Grammys. Yes. I have these all marked on my calendar, of course. I love watching award shows, though. I do, too. Well, it's I mean, really... I love to see what they're wearing. Yes. And since this is the Shop Girls, you know, we have to talk about what they were wearing of and what course. we liked and what we didn't and all that. So let's look at some of these. I, um, I thought Oprah looked absolutely stunning. I mean, you know, she's obviously been on a purple kick yes. since the movie The Color Purple came out, which she produced. Um, and some of her things I've liked, some I haven't, but I thought this gown was exceptional. Um, and I cannot remember whose design it was. I don't know if you know. Um, it was one of them that she's been wearing. I don't I know. I did Bag- know. Was it, it Bagley Mishka? No, no. I don't think that was it. Okay. Well, we'll have to check on that. Um, not that any of us are going out to buy it anyway, but, uh, I thought she looked stunning in purple. I know Lexi will have these up. Um, just one kind of slight off the shoulder, long sleeve, uh, in a beautiful deep purple. I, yeah. that was one I really loved. She did look really beautiful in that dress. What did you have some favorites? Tell me one of yours and then I'll tell you one of mine. You know, it's funny <clears> because <throat> how, you know, granted, I think she oftentimes looks great, but I loved Jennifer Lopez and her like pale pink. Oh, yes. I mean, the truth is that her gown was very simple. It was. Just a strapless, light pink, obviously figure hugging. Yes. Um, It was the cape that had all those roses. And it was just like the perfect color. And it just seemed like she really did. It was like really good old Hollywood. She was was a movie star. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, I thought it was a beautiful look. The other one that I loved. And Oprah was in Louis Vuitton. Oh, it was Louis Vuitton. Yes. Okay, thank you for checking that. You're yes. Good, you're good at doing that quickly. The other one that I loved, and I've read some things where people didn't really love love it so much, was Meryl Streep. Because I thought I she too. looked like the boss. She did. She looked like, honey, yes. I'm in charge. She did. Um, it was a black... Very Miranda Priestley. Yes, yes. It was a black sequined blazer and long skirt that had a little train in the back, worn with a white bow blouse. And I mean, she was certainly dressed up, but I thought it was age-appropriate. It was. It was her position Yes. in the field appropriate. I just thought she looked great. I also love that she didn't have the coat on. It was just, right, just over, over the her shoulders. shoulders. Yeah. You know, Natalie Portman and, and Dior was also a real favorite of mine. Yes. Because I um, thought that dress was so it stunning. Was, I actually have that in our in a segment later. But she and we can talk about it more yeah. then. But she she's stunning and it looked like a Monet painting. Oh and my god, it was, it was absolutely just beautiful. Stunning. What did you think of Helen Mirren? Because there's sort of been some good Talking points and some not so good talking points about hers. You know, I um, don't think Helen Mirren can actually do any wrong. And I think also for speaking of age appropriate and looking the part, I think she always looks the part. I would never say anything negative about her just because she might come and get you. Well, but I also just always always think she really puts a lot of effort into looking good and looking the right part. Well, I've read where some, you know expert quote-unquote yes said the dress was lovely but they thought that the coat was just too much and i don't know why i mean it was a stunning like a late like a lavender it was i don't think it was too much i think it's also just it also just didn't seem very i didn't think it was fussy no it wasn't fussy 
No, so I, thought I it, loved that. I thought it was it was quite. Did uh, you have one that you didn't love? I had a few that I didn't love. Um, can we talk about Billie Eilish? Yeah. I, you know, I know that you could say that Billie Eilish is just true to herself and she just dresses the way she wants to, but I kind of think a little bit it's for effect um, so that people will talk about what she's wearing. Because she went through that period where she really did dress up. Do you remember yes. where she had sort of a Marilyn Monroe look even? Uh, do you want to explain what it looked like in case people haven't seen it? With the tie. Yeah, I, I mean... It's just, you know, it. it's almost just like a really bad white shirt. Yeah. <laughs> with kind of a very sloppy tie, unfortunately. Yeah, that she said was on a gift she got. It was like part of a wrapping on a gift that and she then, got. And then, you know, I mean, the the skirt portion of it is not horrible. But I think it just almost... With ankle socks? Well, that's what I mean. I didn't say the ankle socks were appropriate. <laughs> um, but I just feel like, yes, I feel like maybe it's a little gimmicky. Yeah, I mean, if if I really thought that... This is how she always dresses. Yeah. She sometimes does. But you know that you're coming to this. And, you know, if you want attention, this is certainly a but, way to get it. But then on the same token, like, a lot of people didn't love what Taylor Swift was wearing either. Why? It Be- was it was sort of a mermaidy. if you didn't see it, a, a green yeah. sort of mermaidy dress. I loved the color personally. I did too. But I think people thought it was a little underwhelming and not as dressed up as it should be. Maybe a little too sultry. Oh. I thought it was very pretty. Now, I I don't like to find fault, but Fantasia Barrer, Barino. Uh, Barino. Barino. Yes. Why do I want to say Barrero? She <laughs> had... You say Barrino, I say Barrero. I think he's a baseball player. Oh. There's a Barrero. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um... She's in the the color. Oh, purple. I'm sorry. It was Dolce and Gabbana. Okay. She was in Dolce and Gabbana. Okay. Um, and it had just everything going on. It was strapless, and it looked like it was black velvet on the top. Yes. And then right around the hip area, it was sort of silver. Cre- yes. And then they attached a the skirt. skirt to it that was a different material that was lavender. Um, it just had so much happening that I don't, and I, I just don't think it was as flattering as something might have been on her. Well, she has a, a very interesting shape and not in a bad way. And yeah. like, if you follow her or you look at her Instagram, everything always looks form yeah. fit and really great. We'll talk more about it with our guests coming up. So stay tuned. Yes. We'll be back right after these messages. interrupt Taylor, but we have things to talk I'm about. I'm fine interrupting her. <laughs> Don't say that too loud. <laughs> You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Harmony Kaplan here with Grant Whitaker. And, you know, we're talking about the Golden Globes. Yes. And, of course, along with the gowns, the makeup and hair are oh, things that beauty. we're all watching and looking to see what's new and all. And I thought, who better to help us with that than our favorite uh, makeup guru? Fatima Olive. Yes. And so I do believe she is on the line. Are you there, Fatima? I sure am. How are you guys? Happy New Year. We're good. Happy New Year to we you, We love too. talking to our beauty <laughs> expert. 
We know. I'm talking to you guys, too. Well, I was just listening to the whole show. Oh, well, then you're the one who's listening. Okay, we're glad to know that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little beauty. Did you watch the Golden Globes? Of course. Of course. And That's- I even found the red carpet, which was kind of hard to find this it year. It sure was. It was absolutely almost impossible. Allie and I were both calling each other back and forth, trying to locate where you could see it. Yeah. Um, and that was not an easy one. But let's talk about, you know, we always, when we have these award shows and we're in that whole season now, some of the newer trends seem to pop up or we see certain hairdos that we suddenly hadn't seen for a while. So what do you want to start with? What what hit you? Well, I actually have to say that this was a year where there were no faux pas. Oh. I mean, I thought... Everyone looked beautiful. It was a bit of a no makeup kind of vibe. Everybody, you know, it was like totally my type of makeup where it enhanced their natural beauty. And, you know, even you guys were even talking about Billie Eilish and forget about her wardrobe for a minute, but her makeup looked beautiful. Like she was really, it was really beautiful and glowy and I, I was like kind of impressed with everyone's choices. Are you? Do you think I? I was reading recently about the. Um, I didn't know you read. Every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew there was a reason I hadn't seen him in a while. Um, what What did they call the, the makeup that had been the blush that had not been matte? It had been more glossy looking, and that a more matte look. Is coming back. So versus shimmery. Well, I don't know. I just I oh. thought it was very. Everyone looks very very glowy, which I tend to like because you know I'm getting a little bit older. I'm uh, I'll not be 61. you. <laughs> yes, I'll be sixty one really soon, and I tend to prefer a little bit more shine on the skin just because I feel like it makes it looks more youthful. It makes the skin look better. I think the more matte look is um, definitely ages you a little bit. And really? the only one that I thought, yeah, the only one that I thought that had, um, that was a little bit more on the matte side was um, the uh, uh, the artist that won for, um, oh my gosh, now I'm, I'm blanking out. That give, always happens, Give right? me a hint of what um, movie and I'll... Um, she, was, she was in um, uh, the, oh, the movie about Oklahoma... With, um, Oklahoma. oh my gosh, yeah, the movie about the Native American land. Oh, and- oh yeah, yes, yes. Oh, um, the Killers of the Flower Moon. Yes, yes, and I know who you mean, and her name is Lily Gladstone. Lily, yes. I think Lily was one one of the few that was more on the more matte side, and I think it looked beautiful on her. Yeah, you know, what, but um, wasn't, um, didn't. Maybe it's just in the picture that I'm looking at. I thought Natalie Portman looked like hers was more matted, too. Maybe I'm wrong. I think it's because her I, eyes just have more darker tones to them. It's almost like a, a more natural, smoky eye. Okay. Yeah, Nat- and she also looked very... She, she was kind of funny because, you know, she looked very, like, intense in her shots. Yeah. I didn't see any shots of her actually smiling, which I thought was kind of an interesting... Well, she's getting divorced and all that. Yeah. She's probably well, not happy. You know, but sometimes people like the pooch face, which brings your oh, your cheekbones right. in, like Ooh. someone I know. Ooh, I'm going to practice that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yes, I agree with you. You did not see her smiling. But you know, you know, as we do, we're looking at all these great photos. I have to agree with you. It's some of the most beautiful skin I've ever seen on any of the stars. Beautiful. Okay, I but that they all looked great. All right, but, yes, go but ahead. Fatima, um, if you, you know, for us just normal people, if you were going to pick out a blush that you think is universally good for people, hmm. what would you okay, well, what would you choose? I've got a, I've got a whole list of things that I thought could transfer easily to us mere mortals. Okay. I mean good. the 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 idea of a no makeup makeup I think is Great, because I think that instead of somebody saying, wow, your makeup looks great, they should say, you look beautiful. Right, they shouldn't even notice. Right, so I think that the most important things are skin. You know, the skin needs to look great, and that doesn't just happen the day of when you're going to a wedding or an event. Right. You need to take care of your skin, like, before that. And so skin prep is important. You know, obviously the most important things are you know, taking care of your skin, drinking a lot of water, exercising, reducing stress. Aside from that, something that people don't often use is a makeup primer. And and I have to say that it really does help. Think of it as spackle. What okay? is a makeup primer? Like it, a makeup primer is a product that you use prior to putting on your foundation. And it it evens out the skin. It helps the makeup stay on longer. It's like a barrier between the foundation and your skin, and it adds longevity to your makeup. Because think about when these women had their makeup done and yeah. when they finally got to the red carpet. Right. I mean, it's a long day. A lot of hours so passed. Makes, and does a primer a big... tend to work better with your skin so it doesn't get cakey? Yes. It, it serves as kind of a... You know, for lack of a better word, you know, like a, like when you're painting your wall, you yeah. have to spackle yes. and take care of the wall and then paint it. It works the same way and it helps with longevity. And depending on your skin type, you can get one. If you have oily skin, there's ones to help mattify so that you don't get a lot of shine throughout the, the wear of the makeup. So what, but it's what a really if, good option. What if you don't wear foundation? Well, you know, yeah. I would say for a special occasion, I would consider wearing even a light foundation, but some primers you can use on their own and they will just give you like a more matte finish or they will even out your skin tone or you can also use a, a primer as a foundation. The Does thing is, sense? Fatima, you yeah. know how to apply everything perfectly, but most of us okay. do not. And I, I'm sure you have seen people with foundation makeup that you can see where it ends or you can see it Absolutely. on the collar of their shirt. Um, yep. I just, I have never used foundation. I just have never. So I don't, what do you use? I just have this natural beauty. Oh, God. Look <laughs> yeah, at you. Yeah, I was going to say, you've got really good skin, though. Oh, for an old person. Yes. But you do, like, me, is your, because you always have great lip shades, which do obviously bring out your coloring. Oh, thank you, Grant. So is that, like, do you consider that almost like your overall foundation? Because if you know you've got that yeah. on. No, I, do, I use concealer. I use, um, like, an eye brightener. and okay. And powder like a pressed powder yeah and then blush it always looks good though oh my gosh i'm not gonna pay you so i don't know why you're saying <laughs> all these nice things 
Well, you know, though, Harmony, even though you don't use a liquid foundation, yes. still using a concealer and then a primer, you're still, or I'm sorry, a concealer and then a brightener yeah. and then a powder over it, you're still kind of balancing out your skin. Oh, okay, got You know it. what I'm, yes. You, so, I mean, it's like, I think of makeup just as another accessory. I mean, tell me, how many pairs of shoes do you have? You oh, don't wear the same couple. ones every day. Exactly. You're right. Yeah. Some, some days you wake up and your skin looks great, and you just throw on some lipstick. Some days, you know, you have a little blemish or something, so you use a concealer to cover it. So, you know, mixing and matching these things is important. You you know, some days, like, I just, I, I my eyes are a little tired, so I throw on a red lipstick because then it directs ah, the attention to my lips. Right. The focus is know, not on, on your eyes, it's on your lips. But, Fatima, I still want to know if, <laughs> if, for, if yeah. you were going to go and buy one brand or one type of blush what would you oh. recommend it's a very personal okay. story there <laughs> it, it kind of is i mean personally i like a a, a cream blush because i think it's easy to apply you don't need a you don't need a, a brush you can just put it on your skin blend it in and it always makes me think of my mom because my mom used to take her lipstick put it on and oh, then she'd dab a little bit yes. on her cheeks Yes, I remember so I, those I days. Love a, I love a cream blush. Like Milk, M-I-L-K, yeah. is a brand that has these little lip, um, they're almost little sticks, and you can right. use them as a blush, and you can put them on your lips if you're in a hurry and have to go somewhere or run in. You're like, oh, there's that person I hasn't seen me. Let me throw something on my face <laughs> so I don't look totally crazy. Yeah. So I love a cream blush. Okay. Definitely. All right. And, and, and milk is, so milk is one brand. Are there others that you like? Um, I'm still a big Bobby Brown fan because okay. I love her original line and yeah. then she she also has this new line called Jones, Jones. Road. Yeah. And 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 if you she's got this thing called Miracle Bomb that has some um some pigment in it, which is super easy to use for makeup novices. And she also has great colors in her in the Jones Road blush. If you like a powder blush, she That's, does a great job shading. I will tell you, the only thing I did buy from her, and I really wasn't happy, and I should have sent it back, and I didn't. I bought a concealer pencil because I got sucked into all of the Instagram posts that said it's yep. so easy to put on. And well, I didn't find that it went on smoothly at all, and I didn't like it. And so you know there. what? Can I tell you that the secret of Bobby? Bobby loves to work with creams, so her her products work best if your skin is moist and you put it on lightly and then you blend it in with your hands. She works with her hands a lot. Yeah, um, and, and I think that those pencils are hard. You need to find the right color, and it's hard to do it online. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Well, enough about her journey. Yes. Okay. I have a okay, question. We only have a minute left. So, so just very quickly, I, I noticed yes. that there were like metallics on the Golden Globe red carpet with metallic accents in the makeup. And some of it looks a little too golden. What do you recommend for people who like a little metallic in their makeup without it over exceeding how it looks? You know what? Just pick a smaller area. So maybe, but this is this is a little bit tough. Like if your eyes are close set, put a little bit of a brighter metallic color on the inner corner of your eye to brighten it up, you know, or maybe use a little bit sparkle under the eyes, but don't overdo it and do the whole eye because it tends to make your eye, it, it tends to draw attention away from your actual eyeballs, which you want people's 
to look at your eyes, not the eye makeup. Very oh, good. right. And or the other thing they could do is just call you, Fatima. And or they could call me. Tell tell yeah. people how they reach you because you you do you still have time now and then to do makeup consultations or do makeup Absolutely. for ordinary I love, people. I love, I love doing makeup lessons. I love teaching, and um, I am on Instagram at at Fatima Olive Beauty. Okay. Um, I do have a pretty busy schedule, but you know what? I love teaching, so it's my favorite thing, and you can DM me right there. Okay, well, that's good to know. I may just do that. I may just DM you and come right on over and have yeah. you fix me Just leave your over. concealer stick at home. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, um, a million. We, okay. could talk, we could talk to you for hours, and we will know, certainly so talk to you again soon, um, but we will uh, we'll take your advice and, and talk to you next time. Thanks. Fatima for being All right, on. Sounds great. All right, and we'll be right back with whose look is it anyway? I'm sure you could belt a note or two. I could, except there's a delay, and so then I wouldn't be singing with him, and then it wouldn't sound good. Yeah. So instead, we'll talk about fashion. This is Harmony Kaplan along with Grant Whitaker, and you're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Um, it is that time in the show. When we look at various outfits mm-hmm. and we say, love it, hate it, what was she thinking? We actually say, whose look is this anyway? I can't she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Okay, Grant, I want to start with my favorite look of this week okay because of the whole situation i just think it's fabulous if you saw lenny kravitz Mm -hmm. at the golden globes he was wearing an alexander mcqueen tuxedo jumpsuit backless Mm -hmm. i think lenny kravitz can pull anything off You you look at him and it's like of course whatever oh he's wearing a house dress oh that's fine too it's not something for everyone but he did it just fine. Now we go to the Jimmy Kimmel show a couple nights later, and Emily Blunt is the guest. And there is Emily Blunt knowingly wearing this same backless tuxedo. Yes. Now we're not talking to another guy. Yeah. We're talking a woman. And I loved the idea. First of all, she said that she was already planning on wearing this pantsuit. And when she saw that he was wearing it at the Golden Globes, she thought, "There's, I'm still going to wear it. There's something about Lenny Kravitz that I feel like it's like when he walks into the room, a bus sort of runs over anyone else's cool factor. It sort of becomes a vapor. And so she decided she was going to wear it anyway. Uh, now, first of all, who do you think wore it best? I would say they both did. Would you? I would because, and I agree with her. I mean, Lenny Kravitz for me is like one of my style icons. Yeah. But I really do think that they both wore it great. I I prefer it on her. I mean, I, you know, I'm probably more um, conservative in that way. Yes. I, now, the picture that I saw of Lenny Kravitz, first of all, you can see the cutout on the side. You can't, you don't see the back of him. Yes. I think that that's the part that, you know, from the front, yes, I think he looks great. I really don't want to see a cutout back on him. I, I don't know. That's just me. I'm looking at the picture of uh, 
I know, Lexi, you probably have them up already, right? Yes, I do. Uh, Of course. And you can see a picture of Emily Blunt, and you can see the back with, you know, and it's a pretty woman's back. Yes. You know, I don't know if he's got hair on his back or not. I don't want to see it if he does. (laughs) Um, I, I think it obviously can be done. I would say. I love that you went to hair on the back. Well, that's what I think of. Anyway, <laughs> I thought it looked great on her. I think it's a beautiful piece. It's a beautiful suit, and, you know, nothing better than a great suit. And I think if it's a great suit, multiple people can rock it. Okay. Would yeah. you wear it? Oh, yeah. Would you really? I I'll would. Grant, no. Yeah, I would. Okay. Yeah. Well, well I, I would, got, too, then. And my back ain't hairy. Well, thank goodness for that. <laughs> Never did like a hairy back. Okay. And that was one of my qualifications. Plus, I have a big tattoo on my back. Do you really? Yeah, massive. What is it? It's a big I mean, Asian fan. I'm learning with new things. The, the, it's not my picture. It has the symbols for love, peace, and tranquility going through it. Have you ever thought of getting my picture tattooed no. somewhere? <laughs> Do you want to start thinking about it? Well, I think we should talk about that. Um, okay. See, Instead, all the things you learn. Yes. From yeah. a backless coat. Yeah. You know? Wait till you take that shirt off. I want to see it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's a good thing it's radio. Uh, all right. Let's go to Carrie Mulligan, who, you know, everybody knows is mm-hmm. starring in Maestro. And yes. um, she has a small part in Saltburn. Anyway, she wore what in style, or at least the person who wrote for in style, called their dream outfit. I looked at her and I thought, mm, it's not much of a dream. It's not. She was wearing, I mean, she's on trend. She's wearing a oversized blazer. Yes. And T-shirt and jeans. Yes. Low rise. She, no, these aren't low rise. She, these are, I guess these are high rise. Um, I don't know how they they got a look at, you know, under the jacket, but apparently they did. Anyway, I, you know, I think she looks fine. But what do you think? I love a sport coat and a jean. And yeah. I don't think it's anything that's new. I think people rock it all the time. Um, you know, it's interesting that the the editor from InStyle decided to write it was her dream outfit. Yeah, I don't, because, I don't know what she means by that exactly. Because the thing is, it's a it's a comfortable, easy outfit to wear. Um, but like, I don't love. I love the thought of this. I don't love the cuts that yeah. she was wearing. I just didn't love like Carrie's cuts of the jeans nor the jacket, because yeah. like. You were talking earlier, like a double-breasted sport coat, let's say black, a little gold button detail, could be a white tank with a great jean. Yeah. Now that's like yeah, the bomb. Yeah, it has a, just a little bit more style. I, you know, like Julia Roberts leaving, remember like at the end of Pretty Woman, she throws on that blazer and the jeans, and it's like she's put her ball gowns away, but yeah. she's still kind of dressed up. Now that is yeah. like the ideal situation. Yeah, I mean, I agree with her in terms of the idea mm-hmm. of the look. I don't think this particular look was anything special. No. Um, but while we have just a, a very short time, let's talk about Natalie Portman, because we, we started to mention the dress she wore to the Golden Globes, which was Dior. She's been a spokesperson yes. for them for years. And it was, I thought, absolutely one of the most beautiful. It was multicolored, bedazzled, floral look to it. It did have the look of a... A Monet painting. It did, and, and it fit her so oh, well. It, yes. But it, it literally was moving art. Yes, I thought it was stunning. Now, just a couple nights later, she wore a very different look, a mm-hmm. sexy little black dress, um, which the neckline, the way they described it, it was a, 
uh, a black dress uh, from Chaparelli, yes. a column gown that had a keyhole cutout and an upside down halter neckline. And that neckline was held together with a, a thick bedazzled They called gold it the chain. black swan. Yeah. Very different look. I prefer her in the Monet look. Okay, that's our take. We've got a whole other hour of shop girls coming up, so don't go away. Get ready with your questions.